You're listening to Mapleview Community Church Podcast. I saw the Lord, I saw the Lord, I saw the Lord, I saw the Lord that night. Oh, what a night, what a glorious night. I saw the Lord. Ooh, I see you now. Well, I'm here to tell you a shepherd's story. And oh, what a story the shepherd saw that night. Incredible. But first, a shepherd's joke. An old, a very, very, very old crotchety shepherd named Craig. Don't know where I get these names from. Was just fitted with hearing aids. and He began hearing better than he'd ever heard before. The last decade, he hadn't heard so good. He came back to the shepherd's clinic a week later after being fit. And asked the doctor, and the doctor asked, how are you hearing aids working, Shepherd Craig? And Shepherd Craig said, good, I've changed my will three times. More rafter is needed for that. Listen, life, there we go, okay, there we go. Life is a journey. In whatever generation you live in, it's a journey. Challenges. Many of the most memorable days can start off so ordinary, unexpected, not knowing what's going to happen at the beginning of the day. That night started just as an ordinary night. The stars and the fresh air, not a thing blocking them. It was a beautiful sight. They did seem just a slight bit brighter on that night. I was a shepherd with my other shepherd friends watching our flocks that night. Nothing was out of the ordinary. Nothing very different. Just standing among the herd of sheep that I was hired to watch. The air was cool, but we are tough. There's a time when you must make sacrifices throughout your life to follow and accomplish the things that God has for you. Often they're filled with challenges. But on that night, out of nowhere, a mighty angel appears. The Lord appeared in front of us. The brightness of his being and warmth surrounded us. His presence was glorious. I can truly say it was an amazing night, an amazing moment. But I got to tell you, I was terrified at that sight. Yes, I know I look strong and tough. But Jehadiah was the most Terrified of all. That's when I heard the mighty angel speak in a commanding voice. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that brings, will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth. Lying in the manger. And in that moment, the mighty angel sharing the news was joined by what looked like thousands upon thousands times thousands of angelic beings. Made the stars in the sky look dim that night. And yes, I, Jehadiah, was an eyewitness. Seeing with my own eyes the armies, the armies of heaven. Praising God with all of their hearts. 
all of them singing in unison, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. What a sight. What a memory. What a moment. Then after a few minutes, the angel army simply vanished, returning back to wherever they came from. The heavens? I'm not sure. Gregory, one of the other shepherds guarding the flocks, then jumped up with excitement. Jehadiah. I'll race you back to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the angels have spoken about. I beat Gregory by a mile. All us shepherds rushed as fast as we could into the village until we found the couple from out of town, out back in the stable. I think their names were Mary and Joseph. I can't remember for sure. The woman was overjoyed, staring at her newborn son but had a look of exhaustion, completely fatigued after giving birth. The new dad looked like he was in shock. Giving birth can do that to new dads. But the one, the one I really came to see was the newborn king in which the angel spoke about. And then I saw him, Emmanuel, God with us. A tiny little baby boy wrapped in swaddling cloth, lying in a manger. Jesus, the Messiah. I'll never forget that moment I first looked at him. Oh, and his eyes. His eyes were like blazing fire. I'll never forget it. It pierced my soul, this little baby's eyes. We gave the baby's mama wool blanket to help her stop from shivering and help the dad get a fire going. After some time with the newborn king, we all ran into town shouting and dancing and making such a racket. We couldn't help ourselves. It was an amazing moment. How could you be quiet after seeing such things? I think we woke the entire town of Bethlehem that night. Some came out angry, but we were able to calm them down. Told everyone that what had happened while they were sleeping, especially what the angel had said to us about the newborn child. I could see some had doubts as some do have doubts. After all, I'm a lowly shepherd. Shepherds were not to be trusted by very many people. I was not even worthy to testify in a court of law, even if I was an eyewitness to a crime. That's how lowly they thought of me, seeing they just didn't respect anything. Quite ironic, wouldn't you say, that the very men who were not permitted to testify in a court of law were chosen by God to be eyewitnesses to the virgin giving birth. Some believed were moved to tears. The world will always have their doubters, always. But it will also have those that choose to believe, people that have come to know. There will be goats, but there will also be sheep. After more than an hour, I said to the guys that we better get to work since the little lambs and our flock had been unattended for quite some time and there are wolves out there to take care of. We've got to be careful. We continued rejoicing and jumping and leaping like calves let out of a stall all the way back to our hills where the sheep were, shouting and dancing all the way back, green pastures, praising God with all of our hearts. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? God announces the birth of his son to a poor, uneducated, despised shepherd like me. An old worthless shepherd saw the angel of the Lord in the army, angel armies. I'm not sure what is to come. Not sure what's ahead. 
Not sure what the days will be in front of me. But I know, I know in my heart they're going to be good days. So let me give you some points to ponder as an old shepherd. Life is always going to be challenging. At every moment, there will be things that will go on you don't understand. But you don't quit. Don't quit on it. It's like a giant puzzle. All coming together at the end of time with a, it's a great tapestry. It'll all make sense one day. We're just in the middle. Some things don't always make sense. Just like the birth of Jesus. There are so many diverse people in his story. People that played a role at his birth. Many diverse people are in your life. Diverse in your life, playing a role right now in your hearts and in your life. God knows. God has placed them there. There are governments and leaders that you're not going to understand. They're playing a role. They're playing a part. Octavian, we know him as Augustus Caesar, the emperor of the Roman Empire, the occupying Roman Empire. He issued a decree on that night or on that day. Things changed. Things were set in motion that we don't understand. We didn't, Mary and Joseph couldn't understand. No, and I am my lowly shepherd. I wouldn't have had, it wouldn't affect me in any kind of way. And yet something transpired to change the course of my life that day. There's the wonderful Virgin Mary, favored by the Lord, mother of Jesus. Oh, the things that were changing in her life that she could not have accounted for when she first running and playing in the fields. Joseph, the carpenter, would become Jesus' earthly father. The transformation, the changes, all the things that he'd have to endure. He'd face a few dilemmas. We look through this story. We see Zechariah, the priest, and his wife, Elizabeth, the older woman who was barren, who would give birth to John the Baptist. Children making a difference that you can't even imagine. You could never understand when they were just in their diapers. Yet they were going to be used of God. Oh, we look at the supernatural moments. There's moments in our life that seem so outside of understanding. The messenger Archangel Gabriel, who announces the miraculous birth of the Savior that night of Christ's birth. With the multitudes upon multitudes of angels breaking into the, from the heavenly realm into earth's realm. Singing praise. And then there are, of course, there's people like me. A hardened shepherd living in isolation, scorned by most. I'm not a very smart man, but I'm not stupid. I may be an unskilled laborer. I may even smell. My friends are rough. Not always liked among the crowds. I'm probably the most unlikely person you're going to ever invite to a party. People think of me just as a mere peasant. Nothing special about the lowly shepherds. Nothing very important about a shepherd. Right? Wrong. Oh, they misunderstood. I was given the privilege of being the very first to be told of the good news of Jesus' birth. I was the very first. You may look average. You may seem average to others. 
but you're not average. None of you are average. I was the first to see the glory of God, first to receive the angel's announcements, the very first to look into the eyes of the newborn Savior of the world. See, God sees the broken, the hurting, the wounded, the maligned, and he never forgets them. Never forgets them. Never does he forget. Oh, I saw the Lord high and exalted. What a day that was. Some of you would see me as a lowly shepherd, as a mere pagan, having no value. No roof over my head. Not successful in anyone's eyes. I was just a common laborer. But God, God sees it differently. God sees everything differently than you and I. I was chosen. I was valued. I was loved by the Most High. Too long, many of you misunderstood me, undervalued me. You see, shepherds, even lowly shepherds, could be powerful people dressed up as ordinary, just ordinary people. Too long. You may not feel very glamorous. I don't feel very glamorous. You may not feel very special. But I'll tell you, one night, one night in with Jesus can change everything. Changed everything. I would not change places with Augustus Caesar, the emperor of the entire Roman Empire. I would not trade places with Herod the king, Judea, for all the gold and silver that he might have. Every one of their names might be known in the Christmas story. But give me Jesus over all other things. Give me Jesus. I might, my name might be known, might remain unknown, and a mystery to the world. Augustus Caesar, King Herod, all of those. They'll never know my name. But give me Jesus. It's all I need. Let me ask you. Have you ever been forgotten, felt unimportant? Maybe you've felt misunderstood and marginalized in your life. Maybe no one knows your name. We shepherds are very used to that. But God knows our name. I only appear very briefly in a couple of chapters in Dr. Luke's gospel. I'm not mentioned again. But that's all right. That's all right. Give me Jesus. My life is but a vapor, as the Bible will show. But if you have Jesus, if you know Jesus, you have everything. Everything. I'm not even remembered much of the else of the time of year, just this time. But that's all right. It's all right. I'm all right with that. I lived and moved and laughed and had dreams and worked hard every day in those fields, tending those sheep. But I never saw myself as a minor player in the journey of life. Neither should you. God gave me a purpose. Gives you a purpose too. Each of you have a purpose. Today I want to let you know in on a little truth. There is no minor people when it comes to the Lord. Not one, not ever, not anyone you see in the malls and walking around, speeding around, on sports fields, on ice rinks, 
in Hollywood. Not one. There are no minor roles in the Christmas story or in life. You all are of major importance to God, as everyone we see is. You may not be a shepherd, but if you take a closer look, you may discover you're a lot like me. You will see a shadow of a reflection of your life when you look a little closer at the shepherd's life. Let me take you back, give you a little perspective of some of the things. If you have lived in my day and had to guess what kind of people God would announce his son's birth, would you have put it to a shepherd on the top of your list? I was thinking about that. The people that God would probably have gone to today would probably be sitting in this church. My profession, my status, my look, not very highly. Socially speaking, shepherds were poor. And certainly my position and job was not something coveted by other people. Nobody would think I was a success story. No one would believe that I could be trusted with a message to take to the entire world. I was from a class of people who many felt could not be trusted. And should be shunned. Stayed away from. Some would suggest a car salesman of today. Sorry, Steve. Most, the religious community would have put me in an undesirable list. A stay away from list. A naughty list. Why do you ask? Why would I be? My job kept me away from the temple, of course, and the synagogue. I wasn't getting there as often as many would like, and I worked 24-7 just to survive. It was easy to bring judgment upon me, really not think much of me at all. If he loved God, he would be at the temple more often. I was tending to the sheep, the, the lambs that would be used in the temple as sacrifices. Ever felt like that? Ever felt like at some moment in life you've completely been misunderstood? I admit, I've made a fair number of mistakes over my life. I've not always been kind. I'm not always told the truth. I've seen and done things that I'm not proud of. Some would think God speaking to me was a giant mistake. To be compared to others, I was nothing. But the Lord, the Lord is my shepherd. He connects himself to the dirty, vile role of a shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. He knew what he was doing. He was always communicating with us. He cares. My reality is that most people look down upon me. And all those like me fitting into the category. Yet I see something amazing and outstanding about our Heavenly Father. That you have to dig. You have to see it. You have to go between the lines. That The single most important and glorious birth announcement the world has ever heard and seen came not to spiritual leaders. Not to the aristocrats, not to the barons and the nobles or the political princes, but to the poor, ordinary shepherds. Simply Jesus. Ever thought you were undervalued? I have. Let me share with you the wonder of our Heavenly Father and the beauty of our Lord and the power of His great love. 
When the angels had left us and gone into heaven, we shepherds said to one another, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Yes, I received the news. We rushed off to find Mary and Joseph, the newborn king. And wow, what an incredible moment it was when we found Jesus. Finding Jesus was a moment I'll never forget when I found Jesus. When I really discovered him. Not just knew about him, not just heard about him. But I saw his blazing eyes. It was an incredible moment when I found him. I was overwhelmed at seeing my Lord. It was crazy to think that me and my friends were the very first to see the Messiah. Salvation had arrived and the lowly shepherd received it. I didn't know what to do. Didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to act or think. All we did was dance around, hug each other, laugh together. And when we quieted ourselves and looked at the newborn king, we wept with deep emotion. We just knew we couldn't keep it to ourselves and we had to tell others. So we began running into town and everyone we saw, we shared what had occurred and what had happened to us. And that the baby arrived in flesh. The Messiah had arrived in flesh. Baby Jesus. We spread the word concerning what had been told to us by the angels about this child. All who heard and listened were amazed at what the shepherds had said. Mary, the mother of Jesus, herself was amazed at our words. And the angel's announcement. And she began to treasure these things up in her heart. And she would have a lifetime of treasuring things up in her heart. She would see her son, her baby son. She was a mother after all. After quite some time, we realized that we had to get back to our flocks. So we returned to the hills, glorifying and praising God for all the things we'd heard and seen. And all that we'd just been told. We didn't look like kings or princes. But it didn't really matter because it was God who revealed to us his son. We weren't lowly shepherds any longer. I just got to tell you, I learned something that night about the Lord that all the rabbis had never once shared with me in any depth. That I was somebody to God. The angel's announcement was a total surprise. Why us? How can it be that heaven would have picked us? We all couldn't get over it at all. We had no other choice. We, we had to run into town. And I'm sorry if I'm being redundant. It's just the story still rings true in my heart to, to go and see for ourselves that nothing could have stopped us after seeing what we saw. If the angel's message was true, then it would be a message for the ages. Our community would forever be changed. My life would ever, forever would be changed. Seeing Jesus changed my life forever. The Messiah is here. Pharisees, of course, would be upset that we got the first news of Jesus' coming. But listen, who cares who got the first news of the Savior's birth? Because in reality, his birth was for everyone. Good news for all to have in a whole. I can tell you I was there. The words of the angels have been fulfilled. Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Maybe you can relate to me just a little bit more. A lowly shepherd. Maybe in your heart you can relate to me in some way. You feel as if you have had little value. 
People have seen you as just ordinary, nothing special. Others have given you the impression that you are nothing to write home about. Maybe life has crept up on you and you're going by so quickly and you're not in a position you thought you'd be in at this time in your life. You even have felt it's crept by, fast, speeding by. Nothing too special about your time on earth and don't have much worldly success. Maybe fame and fortune and has not been your experience. And spiritually speaking, you have not always felt like you understand what the Lord is doing in your life. You're like me then, a shepherd on a hill far away, just wondering, gazing out. If you're honest with yourselves, you are far, far from feeling pure and innocent and holy in the sight of God. I felt that way. Lots of things may have made you feel you've been disqualified for being used of God. Maybe today there's tension in your home, shame from your past. Health is not what it once was, and you're often reminded of your failure and even felt at times that God himself has let you down and disappointed you. I don't think any of us should have any trouble relating to the shepherds. I felt all those things. I was the most unlikely recipient of the angel's Christmas announcement. If you think about it, we all are undeserving. But Jesus came to Bethlehem anyways, in a manger, a virgin given birth, the prophecies being fulfilled, the message given to me, a shepherd. Shouldn't that tell you something about God's love? If God chose me, an unlikely shepherd, to be the first to hear about the Savior's birth, doesn't that say something about what God sees in you and can see in you? The Son of God who was born on Christmas night was not born the healthy, exclusive aristocrats. He didn't come to the religious elites, the rich. He came to all men of all backgrounds, of all religious backgrounds. Jesus was born for regular, ordinary people. Jesus was born for you. For you. The message that the angel told the shepherds is the Lord's message for you. And it's a remarkable message. The son of Mary whose birth was celebrated was also the son of God who existed before time began to begin. The innocent baby born would go all the way to the cross. He would sacrifice himself. The child placed in Bethlehem's manger would one day be placed on the cross where he paid for your sins and washed away your guilt in his, in his own precious blood. Mary would be there as well. If God had been there, she must have been aching. The angel's announcement of peace this night previews the announcement God's angel would make over 30 years later when they announced the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. It would be a great morning. The shepherd's response to the angel's announcement was one of complete faith and trust. What do you believe? What do you believe about the miracle of Christ's birth? What do you really believe about? Are you living your life to please him and trust? Do you believe the shepherd's story, my story, the virgin given birth, that God became man in order to be your savior? The day I saw the Lord is the shepherd's story, and it requires the shepherd's faith. The shepherd's story makes it very clear to me that God loves the outcast. 
loves the outcast. When you're walking through stores and malls and places, watch for the outcast. He loves them. God always reaches out to those who will come to him no matter what the society may say or think of them. God reminds us. Reminds the shepherds. It's going to require sacrifice at times. To serve him. I had to give up many of my little sheep for sacrifice. You see, Jesus didn't come just to make slight alterations to your lives and your lifestyles. He's called you to be, live for him completely, 100%. You're of a different kingdom now. You need to act differently. The shepherds in the manger scene remind us to never interpret God's love based on our circumstances. Your circumstances may not be perfect today. Don't base God's love on that. Jesus was not born in a palace with silver spoons and Wealth all around him. He began in the most humble of beginnings. The manger, when added with the cross, settled forever how God feels about you. About all men, women. He's willing that none should perish. He loves you this morning. No one should doubt that truth even when your circumstances make you wonder. And finally, the shepherds teach us that Jesus invites us all to come to him. He invites us to come to him. He invites those who are poor, uneducated, despised, outcasts, just like me, the shepherd. Nothing special. He also invites the rich, the educated, the respected, and the well thought of. Like the Magi, they too are invited to come. God's invitation to, is to everyone, to everyone, to all mankind. Whoever believes will have eternal life and whoever calls on his name will be saved. Whether they are outcasts or the wealthy or among wealthy, Jesus invites them all to come. Will you take a chance? Will you really take a chance, church? Citizens of heaven, and believe all over again. Though your life might be anything but glamorous or glorious. And despite whatever life has thrown at you. It throws a lot in life's journey. Many sorrows. Many joys. There's ups and downs. Blessings and challenges will come. And go. But if you believe in faith today that God has come. He can change your life. And he did come for you. So today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. You're listening to Maple View Community Church Podcast. Mm-hmm.